Welcome to Old Friends Who've Just Met, a podcast that appears in your feed when when we get to it. (laughs) And today we are going to be discussing Sir Kermit the Brave, an animal fly airplane. Which are? The first two Muppet Babies in the Muppet Babies reboot. They all fall under episode one of season one. Episode one, season one. And can we just start by saying, I love it so much! (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, like, what special magic was in it where it's just like, oh, from the start. It's just so charming. And the animation style is so sweet. I do find it really funny, and I, like, uh, spoiler alert, we're gonna do, uh, the second episode, too. Like, at some point during the second episode, I was like, oh, they're all in clothes! Like, it, like- That's what I I wrote down! I, like, clocked the fact that I was like, oh, oh, At what point do they become nude? (laughs) It's okay for adults to be nude, but not the babies? (laughs) It's like, Fozzie's in, like, cargo shorts. Kermit is fully dressed. When he is canonically entirely nude. Fozzie even has the scarf and hat, but Kermit is full-ass naked. Yes, and, like, Kermit is wearing, like, straight up an outfit from J. Crew. Oh, yeah. It's even got the little patch on the polo. Yes, but also, it was just so charming. Um, I have to say, this first episode, it just sets everything up for, like, what you want this to be. Like, there's a musical number. There's a guest star. I was like, oh, Rachel Bloom is this dragon is chef's kiss. Like, yeah. chef's kiss. It is everything you want it to be. Um, I love the update of the theme song. Yes. It's so charming, but it's also like a song that just get a kid up and dancing. Like, they did it the right way yes like the old one was fine but it was just kind of like oh the babies and this one is like get up babies <laughs> um i love that nanny's tights change for every episode but the color is the same just you know the theme of the show is reflected in the tights miss nanny miss nanny jenny slate good old jenny slate i will say the thing that did make me laugh is that nanny miss nanny is clearly in a sweater and she's looking for a sweater she wants a sweater on top of her sweater. I was like, ooh, I can relate a little bit to that. I want to be covered <laughs> in sweaters all the time. I love that we get some truly uh, quintessentially fuzzy jokes, but like geared for kids. I would say all of his jokes are right around that level. Just start yes. to finish. Yes. But these ones, like... When you see it in the context of being with children, you're like, this is this is quite excellent. Yeah. The rubber chicken is arrows. The summer, <laughs> like, the new character. I do wish, and I did look this up, but I have to go watch it. There is, like, an introduction to summer before you get to Muppet Babies that mm-hmm. I haven't seen. I have not either. I wish we'd gotten two more female characters, which... Well, I was bummed because... Well, one, it really drove home the fact that there are, like, very few women in the Muppet canon. Yes. Which is disappointing. But also, like, if they have Animal there, why not bring in Janice? Right. Like, she's already there. <laughs> Can you imagine baby Janice? But I will say, without giving anything away, because I don't want to spoil anything for you, 
we I did look up. We will be getting another girl in the show. Girl Muppet. Yeah. Okay. Um, but like that was one of those things. I was like, before you bring in someone new, you couldn't have just featured Janice as well. Like, I mean, bring in someone new, but like, I do wonder if Janice is hard to make kid friendly. I don't think she is. Like for sure. Wow. <laughs> yeah, like she's just kind of spacey as a kid, we'll say. Like, sure. I just feel like she is supposed to represent a stoner at all times. Like, I don't think a kid would recognize that, especially if they frame it as she might just be kind of an airhead sure. or something along those lines. Sure. Um, but, but yes, at, like we do I also need more. Before, like before we saw her, I was like, you couldn't have even used Camilla, but we get her later. We get Camilla later. I also like chicks are drawn i just don't understand it and i love it so much i don't understand how that becomes the chicken that is camilla but i'm fine with it i'm like i'll i'll accept it oh (laughs) oh the next thing i have after the rubber chickens is gonzo had a bowling ball made of pizza crust and he can't find it probably because it went rancid (laughs) (laughs) miss nanny probably threw that away 19 billion chickens in the world Oh, this is where I wrote, why are they clothed? There's like, just like a, we just didn't want to have to have this conversation with children, so we just (laughs) erred on the side of like, whatever. (laughs) But, you know, I, if they weren't so adorable, I think I'd be like, this, but like, I don't know, Fozzie wearing cargo shorts just like warms my heart so much. (laughs) And he's got like a different hat because he's a little kid. He doesn't have his little beanie. He's got a, a, a beanie with a little propeller on top. It is no secret to this podcast how much I love and adore Fozzie. Baby Fozzie, I just, I just want to like put him in my pocket and carry him around with me everywhere I go. He looks so soft. He looks I don't know how they so animated soft. him. Also, can we talk about uh, Baby Gonzo and how Baby Gonzo <sighs> and Debbie Adija Weebe have the same exact style? <laughs> I have the feeling of Baby Gonzo that you have for Baby Fozzie, where I want to just, I want to have him near me. So sweet. Those, like, like baby little clown shoes. His little dungarees. Oh. I love... The simmering down of things for kids. I love that, like, you get the best of the Muppets in, like, a 12-minute, like, it's okay to be scared. You can also be brave. It's, like, all of these, like, sweet little things Mm -hmm. are just golden. That song. Yeah. That song was so good. Thank you, Andy Bean. Thank you. (laughs) I like that. In the context of, like, so, like, this is them entering their imagination world, right? When they go into the cave and all that stuff. But they're in a fairly small closet, and there's parts where they get separated from each other, and they can't find each other. And I'm like, but, sweetie, you're right next to them in a closet. (laughs) It's so so sweet, like, kids play kind of stuff of, like, people forget when they do improv that they already did so much improv if they played like this when they were a kid where it's just like and all of a sudden now now there's a mode of lava like you just leaning into that as people who have both worked in children's theater mm-hmm. this just felt very much like people worked in children's theater oh totally and I, oh and i also made a note 
So some of the magic, of course, of the Muppets is what the puppeteers bring to it, like the choices that they make. And I like that none of that went missing when they switched to an animated format. And by that specifically, I mean the grouchy Kermit face, which is when they pull the fingers in really tight. And you can see that they definitely animated it to look like somebody had pulled the fingers in really tight. I think the animation is really spectacular. And I think it does something really interesting where it is simultaneously and also very flat, but like in a good way. Like you can tell that it's animated. They're not trying to make it look like anything else. Except I did note when they were running from the rolling boulder, there was like a moment when I was like, this looks like photorealistic. Though, like, I don't know if it was the lighting or the, just the angle or something, but I was like, this looks like you are filming the real Muppets running down the yes. corridor. Yes. Uh, I loved the design of Dot the Dragon. Yeah. Her being a toy and very clearly being a toy, right? Like that. Oh, and like, as soon as I saw her, I was like, oh, that's a sweater. Like, that's yes! a sweater. Like, and like the buttons and like, it was, it was yeah. just so delicious in how the whole thing was constructed. And truly, Rachel Bloom. Yeah, I did. Um, and I, I like that there was, you know, a chance for the th- the whole thing of like, oh, if you're scared and I'm scared, we can do this together. Yes. Like, we can support each other in this moment of us both having a hard time. And like later, I mean, when when everybody's like, well, I'm afraid. And then Kermit's like, well, I, I guess I'm also, I can say that I'm also afraid. Like, that's a. That's also good. That's a but that's a different kind of feeling than like we're both scared. Let's hold hands and go into this together. And I did like this is just like my little nerd thing that he is Kermit the Brave, and in the Monty Python universe, it's Robin the Brave, and Robin <laughs> is Kermit's nephew. And that was just something that stuck out to me. It's not that important, but I was like, <gasps> this actually like this is a funny little coincidence. <laughs> I bet you it's not a coincidence. I bet you someone in that group of people put that together. I also love Piggy referring to him as Kermy the Brave. <laughs> so Kermy the Brave. Her voice is so high-pitched because it's so high-pitched to begin with and then to make it a child's voice. Sometimes it's like, <laughs> her and her little mouth is so small. I mean, I she's so sweet. They made her the perfect amount of like, mm-hmm. like, and I think that's true of everyone. They have that like perfect essence of their characters while still like being meant to be little kids. Yeah, I think that's interesting because for like Animal and for Piggy and for even for Fozzie, that means kind of diluting it a little bit just to make it. But with Gonzo they like turned it up where he's so much weirder in this than he is in anything else that he's done except for maybe Muppets from space. But like in this, he is straight up weird. Like everything that he says is just like, you know, that kid that you would have in your camp who would talk like him. And you're like, I love you. You are such a weird kid. Yes. Yes. And I do think that like knowing some of the things we know about where the show goes with Gonzo, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I just find that so wonderful. I don't know. You and I were both weird kids. We were both the weird kids. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, like, seeing weird kid representation. Oh, yes, very much. I was remembering, I used to do summer camp theater. We worked with kids from, I want to say, first or second grade up through eighth grade. And there was one girl 
who came every summer, she was like the counselor favorite because she was such a weird little kid. Like we would ask them, you know, after lunch, like, okay, everybody clean up your garbage so we can move to your next activity for the day. And she came up to me once, at this point she was in like third grade, and she went, I have discarded all of the remnants. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, thank you very much for doing that. And our choreographer said to us once, like, I feel like she's going to be a scientist someday and she's going to like be an expert on warthogs or something like that. That's going to be her life and it's going to be so good. And we were like, yeah, probably. Yep. I co-ran a camp for a very long time, and the last summer we did it, it was 14 of the weirdest children I had ever come across in the best way. And some, a lot of them were returning kids, right? And mm-hmm. then one kid who, like, was coming in from the remote suburbs, and we don't know how he found this camp. We don't know <laughs> why he came to this camp, but he was, like, had parents who were Trumpers, and, mm-hmm. and he was young. We watched him one one day during, like, lunch deduce that he was the only non-weird kid. And he was like, and he was like, like, you could just see his brain break. <laughs> and I was like, I hope this summer changes this kid's life. Because when you have been the weird kid in a bunch of, like, relatively normal kids, it, like, is really hard. And I was like, I yes. can't imagine the experience you're having (laughs) yeah i was like you are the one kid who's like very normal and these kids are writing a musical on their lunch break about their puberty that they started (laughs) snaps snaps and i was like yes and you all smell bad (laughs) yeah this is where we're at this is where we're at and we're just gonna like name it claim it kids (laughs) totally like when you kind of said about his parents it made me think like there is the difference between weird kids who come from fairly normcore families where like the parents come to pick them up and it's like, oh yeah, there she goes again. Like, and they like totally love and accept, but it's just like the kid is like off on their own whole other thing. And then the kids that come from families that are also like weird as well. And it's so satisfying sometimes when those parents would come by because it's like, I, to- I see it. I see where it came from, yes. and this is lovely. Yes. Like, it's it's all great, but I, so, like, in my brain, like, Gonzo's parents in this are so weird. They're so out there, and they love their little overall, red overall kid, Gonzo, whereas, like, Fozzie's parents are kind of like, okay, like, this is my kid. Yep. This yep. is great. Yep. Yep. What a, what a delight. All right, let's let's move into Animal Fly Airplane. Animal Fly Airplane. We have all come across a kid like Animal. Yes, I was watching this and I was like, I'm flashing back. Yes, that boundless yeah. energy where you're trying to harness and rein it in because like you want them to know that they are great and you love them and like you want them to participate, but it so easily becomes like this burst of like there has to be like the soft bumpers the inflatable bowling bumpers right and it's very clear that they're using animal as a model of like kids with adhd Mm -hmm. and i was like oh that's so great because what they're doing is teaching the other kids that like you're hurting this kid's feelings yeah and that there's nothing there's no there's no limitation to them in the sense that like they can do everything that you can do. They just have a bit more 
energy that they're putting into it, maybe. Yes. Yes. Not then you know, ADHD is different in all different kids, but like with this kind of manifestation of it, like you can like if you can find something to engage a kid that has all of this boundless energy, like he really wanted to fly this airplane when he did it, he had such control, he was like totally into it. Like you just have to like find the thing that gets this kid's attention and that gets them involved and engaged. And it's not like a magic cure and it's not going to, you know, totally change their behavior, but that like, it's something to get them interested. Yes. Cause they just need that little bit of extra attention. Uh, I did write down, of course, Nanny loves parents. <laughs> it just oh. seemed like a very like. <laughs> Entirely. She did a gap year. She, she studied abroad. <sighs> I did like <laughs> when Gonzo was the flight attendant <laughs> and was like taking charge. And then when asked to fly, he was like, no, I have to attend to my chicks. And the chicks are like flying around the cabin. Like a car honk. Yes. Yes. I, I wrote in all caps, chicks! Because they were so cute. And finally see Camilla. I do love that you get to see a lot of them fly the plane. Everybody gives it a shot. Except for Piggy, because Piggy don't fly. No, snort when she goes... (laughs) This was the episode where I was like, okay, I think I really like Summer. I think, like, Summer has, like, solidified a spot in my heart. Mm -hmm. But then to... Oh my gosh, Animal. Friends know like Animal. Yeah. My heart. My poor little heart. Because that's the other thing that you need to teach kids is, like, no matter what your intention is... And no matter what you're thinking when you do this, this is what they see. Yes. When you act this way, the kids in your class see it as you not liking them, you not trusting them, you not wanting them to be involved. And honoring that perception, right? Like honoring this idea that that's how the kid is perceiving things, I think is like so lovely. You're not saying like, oh, you're reading it wrong and moving on. You're saying, oh, you see it that way. Let's fix that. And the fact that In every episode so far, I think, that we've watched, there's been some sort of apology issue Mm -hmm. in, like, a genuine way where you're Mm -hmm. teaching kids to just say, I'm sorry, and mean it. And, like, yeah, I think that's really lovely. No one's getting defensive. They just say, oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry that we caused you pain. Yes. Yes. And they're not doing the foisting thing, like, oh, I'm sorry, that's the way you saw it. Right. Right. Of, like, foisting it off on them of, like, oh, it's your fault for interpreting me incorrectly. Yes. I did <laughs> a lot of entertainment out of the, like, spin-drunk Kermit with his eyes kind of googling around a little bit. Like, yep, yep. <laughs> I thought that was very clever. Um, I <laughs> was reminded of, um, did you ever watch The Critic, that John Lovett's animated TV show? I hated it! <laughs> <laughs> it, it stinks! When there's that one movie where the pilot's back in the cabin, everybody's like, wait, but who's flying the plane? And they're like, the co-pilot, and it's a penguin, and they go, wait a minute, penguins can't fly, and the plane just falls out of the sky. And so when Summer took the controls, I was like, penguins can't fly? Flightless birds. Flightless birds. Um, We did get Kermit arms in this one. Wiggly Kermit arms. Yay! And then we got our photos. Yes, yes. It was just so adorable. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, like, a charming show. This is what I would, like, put on for a kid I was babysitting these days. Like, that I would be like, Mama Babies, 
we're doing it. I will like it. You will like it. We will both be enjoying this moment. Oh, the pilot wings when Gonzo gives him a bag of pretzels because the chickens have taken all the pilot wings. <laughs> yep. There's just like a lot of cute little moments in there that I was like, this is excellent. Yes. It's just good kids program. Oh, oh yeah. Thank you, Disney and Disney Junior and now Disney Plus. Great job. I think that's a natural conclusion. I think so. I don't mind these shorter episodes because, you know, it's a shorter thing. But also, there's a lot more of these, so you'll be hearing a lot more about it. Exactly. All right. We will catch you on the next episode. Just a reminder, Old Friends Who Just Met Pod on Instagram, oldfriendswhojustmetpod at gmail.com. Isn't that a thing about covers it? So, see you next time. Thank you for listening.